0: Camera one, camera two. We were thinking about doing it live, weren't we? But what happened? What was the technology to do it live?
1: Google Hangouts.
0: Ah, oh, that's it. You, what? What's, so what changed with Google Hangouts? Is it, have we started? Let's make this the start. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so... What changed with Google Hangouts that you can now do something different because I don't really understand it and I've never used it?
1: Well, you can... I mean, I just tried it recently for a meeting of the Creative JS team so it's, it's kind of like multi-person chat with video. Right. But what's right. quite cool about it is that all the videos of everyone's faces is, is all along the bottom. And right. whenever any one of them talks, they go in the big main area. Ooh, cool. So it's like, kind of like whoever's talking is, is yeah. Uh, See,
0: for me, this kind of stuff is still science fiction, Yeah, really.
1: Well, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because the ability to do that kind of thing has been around for a long time. You know, Flash could have done it ages ago, right? Yeah. But not, not not on my really... internet,
0: can <laughs> Not uh? on my internet
1: connection yeah well you know i think that flash is it's really hard to get stuff like that to work in flash and i think probably a few people did it but i don't know google just i guess had the connections and the i guess the social network and stuff i mean
0: what technology do they use
1: well, it's the weird thing, actually, because you have to download a special plugin mm. that they've made. So it's <laughs> like. So, yeah. Um, I mean, that's
0: the only way to get stuff like that to work. I mean, it's essentially an application. Yeah. Okay, it runs in your browser for convenience, basically. But
1: I'd be interested to know a bit more about what it's running on. That's
0: why, right. I mean, I think the plugin model isn't a bad model, really. Mm. I don't know why everyone suddenly got all anti-plugins.
1: It's, it's not really. Um, I mean, it's done a good job, hasn't it? And I think there are still some really specialist needs that it solves. Right. But, you know, if you can do it in the browser without a plug then that's that's going that's to better, be better, definitely. Right. You know, big. So that that's why that's why people are getting all excited about it. Sure. Um, but the other really good thing that, that I think the new thing that you mentioned that they added to it is the ability to record it. Right and, and I think they record every single video stream and I think right. that you can then go and edit it on the new YouTube editor. So. And
0: I think there was I think there are minor changes that you can broad, because they said broadcast the Hangout, oh, which yeah, I guess right. means that you can have people watch it who aren't ooh, cool, one yeah. of the doing it.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think there might have used to have been a limitation of like 20 or something, but now anyone can watch.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yeah
1: maybe we should do it.
0: Yeah, well maybe. I mean, I think I'll have to wait for my new um, internet Really? to be honest. I don't think it's going to work on the connection people
1: when's when's your new internet coming i don't know i
0: check the site every week so i just have to wait and see because <laughs> it's part of like the project fiber optic broadband all across cornwall but they just do a, they do it a street at a time basically and you just so it just depends when they come down here
1: how comes cornwall gets fast internet and Brighton um,
0: doesn't? it's because well i mean you probably have you you must have bt infinity or fiber optic in <sighs> brighton town center right
1: don't think so.
0: You must do. But
1: Don't think I'll That You will.
0: Well, I mean, the reason it's in Cornwall is that it's um, a big EU project. Yeah. Because Cornwall's one of the poorest areas um, in the country. Really? Yeah. Even though there's lots of rich people, it's just one of the weird paradoxes of Cornwall. Yeah. Well, we've been talking
1: um, about this on Twitter a lot recently about, um, you know, investing in, in sort of the infrastructure in Brighton. Because right. because the government just thinks that we're doing fine by ourselves. Sure. So it's like, yeah, you don't, we don't want to give you anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I think it's costing like £200 million, this, this wow. project. And half of it's come from the, uh, the EU and half of it's come from BT, I think.
1: So it better work once you <laughs> if you get it in and it's yeah. still rubbish. Well, you just like, oh, jeez.
0: I think it works. I mean, my fr- a few of my friends have got it now, and they're saying that they're getting like fifty down and ten
1: up or something, which is just insane. Some good numbers. Yeah. We should we should introduce it properly, right? Yeah. What episode are we on? Twenty four, I think. Twenty four. Do you, you want to do it? Yes. I think it's you, isn't
0: it? I think it's you, but... Uh, is it? I am Jack yeah. Bauer, and this is 24...
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, 24.
0: The Creative Coding Podcast episode. Yeah, brackets, not, brackets.
1: To be, not to be mistaken. For, for, for copyright purposes, America, yeah.
0: Fox, uh, 20th Century Fox Television Incorporated.
1: <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing?
0: Uh, Super Gun Kid still. Yeah. I just had a quick listen back to the last episode.
1: You know what? It was, old time it was so. like a month and a half oh, ago. We were so... <laughs> Can we just say that we're like we're on a season break or something?
0: That was a season break. We didn't tell you
1: there was a writers' strike. Yeah, this, you know? one, this we is, is all. This is all scripted. You know, but this is all totally scripted, and, and the writers went on strike, and so no more podcast. I mean, otherwise we'd just have to make it up as we went along, and that mm. would just be disastrous.
0: That would be bad.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know why we didn't either. I, I think you seemed like really super busy. Yeah, I kept giving you little nudges. Yeah, I I could have done one last week, but I
0: didn't see you on google for some weird yeah, reason
1: that's some weirdness anyway um so so you've yeah. just been working on Super Gun kids
0: yeah i have and i was just listening to back to the last episode and it was talking about like you know i just need to learn to focus and things yeah. like that we were talking about focus lot, and i think like i really have learned that now like i really have if i think back over the last month i've mm. just had complete focus like i've not distracted myself with any other silly little projects or anything
1: that's probably why you haven't been able game. to do a podcast it probably is yeah you've just been too focused
0: Yeah, I mean, one thing I've really been getting into as well, because we talked about uh, the prospect of running out of money last time. Oh, yeah. Is just spending less money and just working out how to live, like, a bit more cheaply while uh, I finish the game.
1: Wasn't there talk about noodles?
0: Oh, Aldi, yeah. Aldi, you see, is the way to go. So, (laughs) like, I do half my shopping in Aldi now, and it's, like, way, way cheaper. Like, it's really hard to spend more than about 30 quid in Aldi, and so it's really hard to, like... Because sometimes, like I don't know, you're probably not like me, but me and Amanda will go into Sainsbury's and just somehow we've spent an astronomical amount of money without even thinking about it. Yeah, well, my nearest
1: supermarket is Waitrose, so yeah, I sort of spend thirty quid just by looking at the shelves.
0: Not driving as well. We've been riding our bikes everywhere, and it's really cool. Oh, cool. Because it's really hilly where I live. Um, yeah. So not a lot of people are, like, mad into cycling. But we've just been like, nah, let's do it. Because I, I like, filled up my car and it was, like, cost 70 quid. I was just like, this is just stupid. This yeah. This is just, this is pure insanity. So we haven't driven since then. I, <laughs> so I've still don't... got that 70 quid of petrol sat in my car right now. And that was about <laughs> six weeks ago.
1: I, I don't even have a car, so.
0: Yeah, it's a bit, I mean, Brighton's more of an urban area than yeah. Sure, are
1: I mean, I'm very lucky that I live close enough to everything that I need. That it's I all pretty there. much
0: there in Brighton, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's know. where you want to go and visit someone who lives in the sticks and things like that that it becomes more of a problem, isn't it? Well, I just don't have car. any
1: friends who live in, in <laughs> the country. <laughs> no, um, I'm, I'm part of the City Car Club, so I've got membership of that. So there's about four or five cars within about 200 yards of my house. Right.
0: Those things are really cool. They're yeah. a really great idea.
1: Yeah, I, I really love it. It was quite funny because last night I went to see... There's a lot of Brighton Festival stuff happening at the moment. Right. I went to see this really quite clever adaptation of Hamlet in a warehouse in Shoreham. I had to right. get a car club car down. When I got there, I saw Andy Budd, and he also had a car club car too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, a small small city.
0: You're like, car club.
1: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, th- there is a song. It's like that. Yeah, he a-
0: did the special car club handshake.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: It's true. Cool. So that's me, super so, Kids. hang on, but, um, so
1: you've just been doing that for like the whole six weeks or whatever. yeah, and if you you've had enough money and stuff,
0: yeah, like so I'm still like getting paychecks from old projects and stuff. yeah, so that's good. And so, and
1: when's it going to be finished? Um,
0: I know I said July on the last podcast, and it'll probably be July or August. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it's. I've made really good progress. Like, I've got like a shop now. I've got play again working, so that you can like do a mission and then do the next mission and then the next mission, and like got that whole flow working.
1: Yeah, which is surprisingly hard to do that sort it of is game like sh- framework-y yeah. sort. Of and I'm stuff. kind of
0: like, yeah, and I'm like polishing as I go as well. Yeah. So like, I'm not just like getting down the framework of everything I'm just like right I'm making the shop while I'm making the shop I might as well just get really into the shop and make it really good okay and then does that make sense so yeah yeah but I mean I still I still don't think I'm going to massively like make back my money yeah but, like, I'm learning a lot about how you make bigger games, and I think that's really important for my personal development. Like, that's what, ultimately, I want to do. Yeah. So I, this, I need to do this, basically.
1: And so uh, is there any... Like, you, I know you've been posting the odd screenshot and stuff, but is there anything... Where's the best place to find the stuff you've been making?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've got... I've written a blog post about what I've been up to, but it's not... I haven't posted it yet, because I've got to, like, get all the photos the like screen grabs together and stuff. Yeah. And then like, I really want to do a trailer, but I don't want to do a trailer until I've got like some more gameplay so
1: uh, how is the gameplay then is that uh
0: i've got like the zombies working and they're cool but they're the only enemy at the moment so i've got some cool stuff but it's still a way off yet and yeah yeah it's just in- I'm just learning so much though like doing it yeah. it's really mad
1: um it's cool it's a really interesting See, experience I'd probably i would probably take a slightly different approach from you i think right. um i used to work like you're exp- you're describing like you do a bit and then you just make sure that that bit is really brilliant and yeah. then you move on to the next bit i always used to do that I I think that's, for detail people, that's a very natural thing to Mm. do. But I have sort of forced myself to be a bit more disciplined and sketch things out, like, particularly with, like, the game flow. You know, like, it used to be that the first thing I'd do if I made a game was to make the game. And then it right. would be like, oh, damn, I need an instruction screen and play again and do different levels and stuff. And yeah. that stuff would always be bolted on and it would always be a bit crap. Yeah. And and so, like, towards the, the you know, more recent... I haven't made a game for a little while, but by the time I... You know, a couple of years ago when I made a game, I would make that framework first. So it would have an intro screen and then it would have a play button and then there'd be, like or win or lose game button and i just push one of those and then yeah. you get to the end and, and that you know so it's kind of that process of sketching that i found really really beneficial so then you could sort of build up the whole thing in layers mm. um yeah so, so that- yeah i
0: mean and, I, and i'm doing i'm doing that to a certain extent like yeah. my game is nowhere near finished like the gameplay like i've yeah. only got one type of enemy right when yeah. there's going to be like 20 types of enemy sure and but i've already got like the shot working the map you can go back and forth between different bits so i've yeah. done that but it's- just in certain places I'm just like because it also keeps it interesting for me yeah. like I want a really cool effect like when you buy when you buy something in the shop I want like the dollar sign to I want like some dollars to fly out of it yeah. and like things like and it to flash and stuff and it's just like I just do that stuff as I go because it yeah. just keeps it interesting for me
1: well that you're right that is the fun bit and and actually those things are the things that make the game really fun and addictive well not addictive but sort of pleasing you know, mm. Did you see that video about juiciness? I have seen a presentation about juiciness by a woman from that game company. Is okay.
0: Oh, this was a different one. This was from uh, Nordic Game Conference. Oh. It's been going all around Twitter. I'll send it to you, but... Um... It's really great. I
1: saw a presentation, it was maybe about three or four years ago, and I think it might have been at Deconstruct or something like that. And it was a a woman talking about juiciness, juicy games. And I think it was Mm. that game company, the one who made um, all those sort of abstract games. I think it was called, like, Flow or something, Flower? Yeah, they made Flow,
0: Flower and... Yeah,
1: yeah, and so it was was hers. So if someone else has (laughs) hijacked the word juicy... Obviously, that's a massive rip-off, and we should all be up in arms about that.
0: Um, (laughs) I sense a segue coming (laughs) on there, Sam.
1: Yeah, well, it's quite ironic, really, because I think at the time she came under a little bit of fire for for saying juicy so much.
0: Really? No, but these guys have used it. I I mean, I just call it polish, but you can call it juiciness.
1: I call it fluff. (laughs)
0: Right, okay. It's basically particles (laughs) fly out of things, everything makes a sound effect, everything bounces and boings around and... Yep. Yeah,
1: and you just you just but, got to look at draw something to know the impact that that has.
0: But the thing is, like that is only half of gameplay. Yeah, the other half is something is the more deeper mechanics yeah. of the game, right? Uh-huh. That make that keep you playing it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the way that chess doesn't have to be juicy to be interesting. <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> right? I don't know. Chess would be a lot more interesting if there were particles.
0: Juicy chess. Well, that was like battle chess, right? On the Amiga, do you remember?
1: I don't remember that.
0: Do you remember Battle Chess? Oh, it was so good. It was like every time you took a piece, the pieces were like little sprites. Yeah. Of they
1: had like a little a, knight, fight.
0: a wizard. And every time you took a piece, they had a little fight, yeah. <laughs> so it was like that game in Star Wars where, right? where Chewie they're playing and,
1: and, and they have little creatures and they have little fight. Yeah, foe. yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't really remember that. I just
0: Oh, you remember the idea though. It's yeah, great, I do right? She Chew is Chewbacca playing against C-3PO, I think. <laughs> and he's like let the hands like let the Wookiee win or something. <laughs> Star Wars is so good, man. It's really easy to just forget because of all the horribleness. Yeah. How good the original trilogy are. Like, they're just, oh, they're just so good. There's a big thing about what order do you, like, watch them in. Yeah, I, I seen that, yeah. The ultimate order, apparently, is you watch... Because I've got to show them to my children, my sons, you know, <laughs> when they come of age. They'll be ready for Star Wars soon. And you show them, like, wh- one, episode one, episode two. No, well, four, five. Then you go back to two and... No, yeah, two and three. <laughs> I and don't remember. It was some
1: say, blog post that I read that yeah, was really... No, this
0: is the order. You show the new hope and then... Yeah.
1: Um, a new like that's what I write for yeah
0: yeah okay. the, yeah four then the empire strikes back yeah then you go back you don't show them phantom menace but you show them uh, the next one attack of the clone didn't
1: he just say to leave out phantom menace altogether yeah because yeah, it's you just, just leave pointless. it out just forget yeah. it happened it yeah. was just. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then um, what's the next one? Hang on. The then you should, Then then okay, Attack of the Clones. Uh, Reten- then- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Then you do um, Return of the Jedi last. Okay. Because that's the one with the big climactic ending. So you have to have that one last. I see. But because it, it's true. Because if you watch the prequels before you watch the original Star Wars, it just ruins all the spot, all the surprises and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's Star Wars. Um, so the c- talking of the Clone Wars. Then let's talk about. Um, this thing Phone about a ah, segway <laughs> about
1: uh
0: us two johan
1: Johann sebastian joust yes yeah that's an interesting one isn't it i think i know where you stand on it but i guess we could just have a quick recap right yeah so there was this i guess it was kind of a, a game demo made by it's good fabric. <laughs> how's that yeah uh, that sounds good. i'm guessing they're, they're germ they're not german they like i thought they were scandinavian or something so have a look. I've
0: heard the guy's Denmark. Yeah, Denmark I've heard the guy's range. voice though, and he's American, isn't he?
1: Really? Yeah, maybe. Well, you know what Danes are like. They're like brilliant at English. No, I think so. he's
0: an American based in Denmark because you know that anyone can go to Denmark and like study an MA for free. Yeah, which is just in pure insanity, right? Mm. All my friends. Well, no, not all my friends. That's a massive exaggeration. Two of my friends work out there as professors now. Denmark. Yeah, because you're doing that conference
1: there, aren't you, as well? I'm going to Middlethart. Yeah. So, the good fabric. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, the good stuff, probably? Something like that Um, would be my guess. They made this game called JS Joust, which involves the PS3, the weird controller things, right? The move the controller, yeah. Mo- move, yeah. Uh, and, like, apparently, I've, I've only sort of seen some very surreal clips of it, but you have to, like, hold your <laughs> controller very still... And like other people can kind of jolt your controller, right? hmm And then they lose. Oh, don't do that. It's always so disgusting. Well, just don't ask like, for, don't ask
0: for confirmation All of right.
1: things. Shh sh- 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 <laughs> just <laughs> eat your biscuit. Oh man, I really want a biscuit now. Um, <laughs> it's from Aldi, it's very nice Aldi, yeah Is, are they, is it a clone? Mm. Is it, it is a Bourbon a... clone or something? Yeah,
0: I mean I can hardly like not stick up for clones Whilst shopping at Aldi Which is a clone <laughs> shop it's
1: just all clones um, I think there is an extra element to this game In that there is um, Bach music being yeah. played at the time And the faster the music The faster you can move So it's it's had like loads of Um well, basically, all the indie game developers really, really love it, right? Mm, yes. So, uh, last week, us two released another game called, oh, what was it called? Papa something. Do you remember? It's called,
0: it's called Papa Quash.
1: Papa Quash. <laughs> what? What? Is that, why is that funny? Huh? What's Cause it's why just is wrong? Stu- because it's just true' stupid It's a really stupid, stupid name, name, isn't it? Um, Which is basically the same game, but on iPhones and Android phones. Mm. Now, let's...
0: Right, I I mean, I even need to start by interjecting right now. Yeah. How is... Is it the same game if it doesn't use the music of Fark in any way? I don't know. Because it's when I first one, heard it? about Joust, which was probably about a year ago, I, what struck me about it was what this is a game to do with classical music, yeah. not like this is a game that uses motion controllers. Because loads of games use motion controllers,
1: but I don't think any of them have used them in this way before, have they? Mm. It's a tricky it's...
0: subject, but the thing is, I mean, you know, well, I'll just state what. So anyway, so tw- so everyone on Twitter came out against us mm. two and the game designer who was a big brother, <laughs> weirdly as a was a big brother contestant. Yeah, called something... that's
1: weird, isn't it? So us two. Made the game for a Big Brother contestant. I can't remember his name. His I name is something it. Pepper. Sam. Sam Pepper.
0: Right. I didn't see that series. So
1: I. I didn't. No, I haven't watched Big Brother for a long time. So it was his game. So it was his idea for a game. Yeah. And it all gets very convoluted, doesn't it? Because apparently he he contacted uh, Degout Fabric to to get quotes permission or whatever. I
0: mean, this that just that idea it riles me so much. But anyway, mm. I mean, so. What I heard was that he came, he went to us two with it. Us two made him contact, yeah, because they'd seen Chow. They made him contact You called fabric, yeah, and then they sent him an email back saying, "Yeah, it's cool. Explore motion controls and stuff, it's, you know."
1: Yeah, well, uh, but I mean, and yeah. they've
0: even come out and said that they don't want him to. Ta- they didn't ask for it to be taken down. No, that they. They never gave permission to make a clone but at the same time they did say keep exploring this area it's really interesting and stuff. It's
1: a really it's a really tough one this isn't it? It's
0: a For me it's not even a tough one. No. Because it's not because I I hate the idea that once you have an idea you own it. Yeah. Right? Once you have an idea unless it's like an invention that's like completely novel, yeah, you shouldn't have any ownership of it other than maybe some a bit of like moral recognition that you was your idea first yeah you know for example i hate software patents where they're just trivial ideas that are going to just come about at some point naturally right sure so like the idea of like a two-state button or something like that that gets somehow gets patented right yeah it's like uh yeah it's just stupid right and for me this is falling into the same category because it's not like another thing that annoys another pattern that annoys me And this one is a sort of invention. Well, it's not an invention. It's vibrating game controllers. Yeah. So, like, Rumble is patented, right? But all Rumble is, is just two technologies that existed. One is vibrators, right, which is a motor with an offset weight. Yeah. An electric motor with an offset weight. So, when when the motor spins around, the, the whole thing shakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's existed for for decades, I think. And then computer games, and someone went, "Oh, if you when you get hit or or anything happens in the game, you make the vibrator go off." Suddenly that's an invention. No, that's well done for having that idea first. That's cool. You d- you don't own that idea. That idea is so simple. Someone else would have come up with the idea. That's the thing. And that's the thing with the JS Joust thing. It's like, "I don't think this kid Sam Pepper knew anything about JS Joust."
1: Really? Like
0: why why would he? It's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's not
1: a. Uh, he could have. He could, have, I guess, giving. It's him a very in thing account. to
0: know about, though, Jack. Yeah, it is. But like the average gamer, the average, you know, p- person knows nothing about it. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could just be an independently come up with idea, couldn't it? And, and in fact, you know, I'm not really sure where I stand on this. <laughs> I kind right. of see both points of view quite well, um, and I and I have a lot of sympathy for Diggit Fabric. Um, but i do think that that extra the extra element of js bark isn't really needed <laughs> to make it a better game. <laughs> right, right, You know, that seems to me a bit complicated. Uh, I think a simpler version like Papa Quash is kind of, <laughs> is fine. I mean, right? the
0: other thing is that, you know, they, it's not like you can even buy JS Joust. Yeah. Right, so they're not really losing any revenue and yeah. even though they said they'd like to do a smart version one that a smartphone version one day, they've never done any plans for it. Yeah. Right, whereas Papa Quash is a game that like anyone could go and play
1: now. Yeah, well, but then, they took it off. So then there's the thing, us two, t- they caved and they took it off. Which to me, is yeah. just like they had to. They had to. I mean, they were just being made to look really but
0: bad. Is is Sam Pepper going to put it back up under it with his own account?
1: Don't know. Maybe. Wait and see. I mean, what do you believe work? though
0: that it really was like a bit of bit of client work for us two, as they claimed, um, or, or is that just an elaborate story? I
1: I don't know. I I think that I mean I don't really know much about us two, but they seem to have been fairly. Um, ethical in the past from what mm-hmm. i've seen and you know maybe maybe you know i don't know did Sam pepper win i guess he's got some money he probably how, did how much just... money
0: i mean getting stuff developed is expensive though
1: yeah it is
0: and i guess us too must be a quite an expensive studio to hire so yeah there must have been some discount in there somewhere
1: you would imagine i don't know there's probably some sort of profit share going on i would have thought who knows
0: well, it's free. that's the other thing it's a free app it was free really yes that, and so, that's no. the that's the crazy thing no one was even making any money here it's just yeah. it's just stupid it really yeah. so the whole thing really annoys me and I really think that like people have got very weird view about ideas and they're happy to they're happy to be very against like patents and stuff but some some people I don't know or maybe it's not even any individuals it's just like if you take everyone as a whole right that, like the Twitter kind of throng as a whole it's it, they seem to be against pat- against software patents and against cloning. Yeah. And it's like, well, you really can't be both because either you can patent ideas or you can't. Yeah. Cloning is just... It's, cloning is something that's going to happen. It's happened for, for centuries and it always will happen it's part of business it's a good thing for the economy that it exists right because it creates markets and stuff yeah so you have coca-cola that's a successful product then you have pepsi and tab and virgin cola and all these other ones that start up making also making colas so you get more variety you get more competition you get price competition you get but you know, i don't
1: know. i don't know i'm not sure if i buy like the Coke Pepsi thing I mean it's just a, a drink made out of vegetables right it's, it's just yeah, well, this the same is as, just right this as is orange this, juice Yeah, but it's this just is same just same something where
0: juice. you your your mate's got a motion controller and you just have to tap his hand and make it wobble yeah right without wobbling your own well yeah that's okay. an I mean, that's, that's an idea you could implement in like you know air or whatever you know or processing in about in about an hour it's okay, not, so it's not so novel. Clearly
1: this this example is a little bit of a gray area right because it is just this idea that could it could have they could have come up with that idea and i think i, I think. don't think
0: it matters i don't think it matters whether but they what about
1: it. what about the closer clones like what was the the tiny tower one zinger yeah yes yeah, a zinger clone tiny tower i mean you know and that is basically it's it's one thing to ha- to have a game where you build stuff up right <laughs> right but that seemed to me like a very kind of quite a, a brutal sort of cynical move
0: I guess it's just copy I that mean it game. shows the different personalities of the two companies right like whoever the co- who's the company that makes Tiny Tower
1: it's a canadian group wasn't it i've forgotten their name
0: anyway those guys was it pixel something i don't i forget those guys you know, they, like, took ideas from things like earlier games, like Sim Tower yeah. yeah. made a, a new kind of game.
1: Nimble bits. Nimble Bit, yeah. yeah. So they
0: made a new kind of game using yeah, some ideas thought, right? from previous games, like Sim Tower, right? And then yeah. Zynga just co- copied Tiny Tower, yeah, right? And just changed the graphics bit. Yeah. Right. So but, are
1: you cool with that sort of clone yeah. as well?
0: Because I am, but I don't agree with it. <laughs> I don't think that it's a good thing to do. Like yeah. I don't see I don't think that it advances the medium of games or anything like that. All it does is it's just a way of making money, isn't it? Yeah. Right? But at the same time it's going to happen and you can't outlaw everything you don't like. Yeah. That, and that's the thing.
1: In that case, Twitter, the Twitterverse, as, as it's called, was quite right to be up in arms and create this bad PR for Zynga, who did quite a shitty for thing. For Zynga,
0: right? I have no problem with people having a go at them. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but to pick on, essentially, another independent developer, accuse them of stealing, Yeah. you know, and saying that I own this idea and you have to ask my permission to use it, yeah. Which the Good Fabric never said, but yeah. the kind of other people have said on their behalf. Yeah. I think is ridiculous. And it really annoys me and it goes completely against all of my I my kind of beliefs about what an idea is mm. and human knowledge and everything. It's like you can't we can't like lock up ideas like they're just out there. Yeah and you know cloning is everywhere like Aldi I go shopping at Aldi every product is just a copy of another product but like half the price yeah and it's like well that's great for people who maybe can't afford like to buy Heinz ketchup and stuff right they can still enjoy some ketchup
1: but the idea of ketchup isn't like particularly new is it it's like ketchup's been there for ages and
0: no you forget that these ideas were once novel and like you know Heinz or whatever did invent ketchup
1: I, I don't know if I'm not really not comfortable with this analogy it doesn't seem to, okay, let's think, to, what about, I mean,
0: what about car, What about the motor car? Yeah. Before Ford, yeah, there was, like, some different things, technologies, right? Ford didn't invent it all. He yeah. put it together into, like, a mass-producible form that you could sell. Now, other people went, there's a finished idea, the motor car. I'm just going to do one of those. I'm just going to make my own one of those. I'm going to make the company that makes those. I'm doing exactly what Ford does. That's the same it's a as sure well. the it's an, a clone as well. I'm not sure that
1: the analogy works. Right? It, it is, is a
0: clone. And as soon as someone, for example, as soon as someone... Like a steering wheel or a gearbox in a car. Everyone else did the same thing. Yeah. Because that's, people that's just copy other people. That's just but natural.
1: You're talking about hardware, right? So it's just literally having a console with a CD drive and a controller with a D pad and some buttons and a little stick. And a yeah, rumble. but all this I stuff mean, is, pa-
0: all, a lot of this stuff has been the, patented.
1: But. Well, that's, you know, I think that's what you're arguing about goes is the argument against like those patents in those bits of hardware. But I think this software cloning requires a slightly different analogy because it's, a little bit less cut and dry it's just i don't know it seems like quite a difficult area i mean whereas I t- whereas like with the joust thing right i mean to me that's kind of a gray area i'm not sure how much uh, you know whether that was i mean it might have just been that sam pepper saw the videos from the indie game conference or whatever and was like yeah i'm gonna make that and or he might have just had the idea for himself
0: but even and, if he did see the ge- videos from the game from a game conference i don't care it's fine i don't see why that's a problem it's like the idea is out there now it's like if these guys haven't it's a problem faced in any other business and i yeah. think that this you know this is the thing there's a the whole thing of like first mover advantage and all this stuff this is like all known problems in business yeah and it's stuff that when you're yeah. in business you have to think about right sure. Like, how early do you show your product if you show it too early people can just come along and copy it before you release it and stuff right yeah
1: Right, well, I, I first move I'm...
0: advantage, all that stuff, right? And then yeah. in games, and only in indie games, no, people act like massive babies and they pretend that none of this stuff is already known about. And they go, oh, yeah. my God, I can't believe you're stealing my work, you're copying uh. Yeah. It's like, we're not back at school. It's
1: like, <laughs> the, you know, oh, he's, he copied. Uh. I don't know, I'm sort of, i <laughs> glad that that exists, though, because all of my work, you know, I can't afford to sue anyone if someone rips me off. I sort of... But you and, could, and the all... thing is,
0: you could do it anyway because it's not illegal. Well... That's the thing. None of none of these things are illegal. Like, I tell you that oh, a brilliant example to demonstrate this is the the Yeti Town thing. Have you seen that yeah. one? So no. Yet yeah, uh, Triple Town Spry Fox. Game developer Dan Cook, his company, made this game called okay. Triple Town, right? It's like quite an innovative match three puzzle town thing, right? Yeah. They were kind of trying to get a publisher, so they like contacted LOL Apps, right? Or OMG, oh my god, LOL Apps or something, right? <laughs> and said, like, this is our brilliant idea, we'd like looking for a publisher to turn it into a Facebook game or whatever. Yeah. And then they were in talks with him for ages, and then suddenly, like, one day Dan Cook got an email saying, oh, sorry, you're not going to like this, but we've released this game and they released this game called Yeti Town and it's exactly the same game right that's
1: really bad but with
0: the graphics changed to things now Dan Cook and well Triple Town are suing um, lol apps yeah right but the reason is that they got when they showed them the stuff like the pre preview stuff like you know when they were trying to get yeah. see if they were interested in the publisher they made them sign like an NDA that had like certain clauses yeah and so then when you look at the game it uses things like bits of the bits of the tutorial text were the same yeah so that's a copyright violation right because it's the exact same text So that's, that that's the...
1: nothing to do with the NDA then is it that's a copyright violation well
0: yeah exactly but the only reason that they had access to this stuff was there's other I think there are some other things that are to do with what they signed but yeah they're I I guess the, re- the thing is that they were able to release their game before triple town was even on facebook i think yeah something like that i don't know or is it a mobile maybe it's mobile. i don't know but anyway the point <laughs> is they actually copied things like they copied text and stuff and pick pe- and not images but they copied text yeah. and there's other thing in in games you can't make an exact copy of monopoly where like like all the properties have the same values and stuff yeah you could make a monopoly like game with almost the same like game mechanics but you can't use the exact same like the brown properties are worth six right and then yeah. the blue ones are worth 180 and blah 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 so, so that is a that is a copyright violation because they're not just taking the idea they're actually taking the full game essentially
1: but then also i mean i was just looking at Triple Town and Yeti Town. And Yeti Town has got, like, two and a half stars because everyone on it has been just saying, oh, shameless rip-off of Yeti yeah, of Triple sure. Town. and Triple Town. And Triple Town has got, like, four and a half stars. So, you know, I, I sort of think that that kind of self-policing is quite important. Mm.
0: I think it? in that I mean, case, I, I'm I'm fully on board as well.
1: But you were just saying, like, a minute ago, you were saying, oh, cloning is brilliant, everyone should clone. Cloning no, I'm, is totally cool, I'm not. But- I'm
0: just... I don't think everyone. I don't even think everyone seems... Should clone. I think that cloning is a thing that happens. Yeah, it's not illegal unless you are stupid and <laughs> actually copy people's texts and stuff and pictures. I
1: mean, that was pretty uh, blatant. I have,
0: it? I personally have no problem lifting gameplay ideas from other games. Yeah, I wouldn't copy a, a full game exactly because I would find that really boring to do. Yeah, um, and like, what would be the point? Yeah, because that you know that would purely be just like a money making exercise, wouldn't it? Yeah, to, yeah. So Awful. I mean. I'm not artistically defending clothing, I'm just saying it's not illegal, it's something that happens. In this case, I think everyone was really quick to the the Sam Pepper case. I think everyone was really quick to jump in and say, clone, 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 without really thinking about how far we want to go with this self policing.
1: Yeah, it's a tough one, that. I mean, I do think that it was something genuine. Like, for
0: example, I've already seen other variations of ja- inspired by Joust. Like, there was one where you wear um, joysticks on your crotch, <laughs> and you have to knock the other person's joystick.
1: Well, that's just weird. <laughs>
0: Right, but this and, is, like, something that people have done, I mean, and right? And that's
1: going to work way better with the PS3 Move controllers, right? Which look like sex toys anyway.
0: Uh, no, no, but this was, <laughs> like, they, they had them in kind of, like, a strap-on holster <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's ludicrous looking. <laughs> it's so um, weird.
1: But, I was um, thinking about making it in JavaScript. Yeah, I don't know how, how you do that. You can do that. You can access the accelerometer in JavaScript, connect to a server, socket server, be fine. Mm. But I was, I was going to do it, but then I thought everyone would just say I was ripping them off. Yes, <laughs> I was too they scared. They probably would. <laughs> they oh, was this, be,
0: was this before all this happened? No,
1: no, no. This is just when I saw it last week. <laughs> I was like, oh. Tell you what, I could do this. Give it away. Oh, better not. Oh, i being a bit sweary today. Oh, swear. Sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. Just get on it, Jack. Just, um, just bleep me out. It's fine. What would be good is
0: like, I like it when you like put in like a sheep, a sheep no, bar sound effect or something like that. <laughs> what about a seagull sound because no, you're in Brighton?
1: Just, just, just fade it down. Just fade the swear words down.
0: What about reversing it <laughs> so it's like shrew? <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow, this debate's gone on and on, isn't yeah. it? How
1: boring! Sorry, everyone.
0: So, I mean, my point is that I'm, and I'm in a bit of a minority. Although some people agree with me, like uh, Ryan Henson, Creighton. Gave a brilliant tear down of it on his blog post. Yeah, on his blog. Which is I mean, excellent but blogging.
1: then I think you do you do sort of see that you know I've, you have admitted that it's not like a really cool thing to do to just. Do it's totally for not. Money. No. So I think that people, you know, I think people if they get bad PR for that, like some of the more clear cut examples we've looked at, that's that's I'm kind of all right with that because if I got ripped off or if something bad happened to me, I wouldn't be able to sue them. I wouldn't be interested in suing them. But if but no that I could maybe get some people on my side and create a bit Mm. of PR around it, that, to me, is quite reassuring. Sure. You know, like, say, uh, but then it's it's also, I'm really confused right now about Pixel phones because, you know, that's not an especially original idea. I think there are some parts of my implementation of it that are probably patentable, actually. I think there's some techniques there that are are new uh, and inventions, like, for example, how the, the phones identify themselves. Which I guess is the bulk of the work on that. But I know, sure. you know, it's like someone else had that exact same idea around the same time as I did and made it with a slightly different system. And they got in touch with me, and neither of us could really believe that we both had the exact same idea at the same time. Right? When we when we actually totally did, mm. um, which is really interesting. And then there's also other similar things like Blink Android, which is a kind of similar project that connects phones together as well. So you know, I sort of realized that that idea isn't really copyable or or, pay, or, or protectable copyrightable mm-hmm. um i've just got a sort of hope that i'm doing i've achieved most of it before anyone else and i sort of have but i still think that someone might do it with you know thousands of phones and and sort of steal that kudos away from me not really steal it but you know what i mean no Get one no one
0: else is ever in front of as many people as you are though all
1: it would take is someone with like a, a <laughs> million yeah i mean that you're is... the
0: only person that's consistently in front of like 200 people 200 nerds I, on a weekly basis that,
1: yeah that is that is a, a an advantage that's for sure um but you know especially because i'm I do want it to be free to use. You know, I've thought about this a lot and I do want to release it on as on as open a license as possible just because I really mm. want people to use it. But I still, I think I would still be quite annoyed if someone took it, made a business out of it, started marketing it, and did more work on the system without putting it back into the, uh, into the source code, you know, Mm, I'd be really annoyed by that. I wouldn't be annoyed if people were just doing brilliant things with it and still giving credit to the name of the project or whatever. I, I don't know. Or just somehow giving back to it. I'd be really, really happy, and I want people to use it. But that would that would scare me if people just made a ton of money out of it. Just like, like someone like the equivalent of Zynga just took it and just made a business out of it without any. Yeah, regard. but the
0: thing is, it's not it's not so the commercial application of it isn't immediately apparent, right? No. But so if someone else works out what the commercial application of it is, and you haven't, don't they deserve? will get some money from it
1: oh yeah i mean i don't mind them making money out of it at all you know that's not really the issue that i have so this is where it kind of gets really complicated in my mind anyway because it's like which at which point should i get annoyed (laughs) you know Mm. and why should i get annoyed you know it's it's some tough philosophical questions and the more I worry about... I think this is the the sort of worries that stop yeah, people. But, I mean,
0: what happened to, like, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery and all that thing, yeah. right? Why doesn't people go, oh, look, my idea obviously has some, like...
1: Well, because if no one knows that it was your idea, then it doesn't mean anything.
0: Sure. Picasso said that good, good artists borrow and great artists steal. And I just think that this whole... we Some people have forgotten this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People, like, have really forgotten this, like and there's another Isaac Newton said that like something about standing on the shoulders of giants right yeah. like all of his discoveries were just built on top of the discoveries of other people Yeah. and I just think that this is true and oh what's the really good there's a really good web videos thing that I watched the other night which was awesome what was it called every there's no new ideas or something oh what's it called do uh, I mean, everything is a remix it's called sorry found it okay yeah It's a movie called Everything's a Remix. It's really good. It's like a web series in four parts. Right. And it kind of just explains, like, the history of copying... Yeah. ...and how it's a central part of culture, basically. Yeah, it's really good.
1: All right, that sounds good. I'll check that out later.
0: Cool, so that... Probably, we all know where we stand on that.
1: (laughs) I don't, (laughs) I don't know where I stand on it. I still haven't figured it out.
0: Yeah, you seem quite confused. I think I know where I stand. Like, if, if someone cloned one of my things, like, which has happened in the past, for example, like, with, with Zwok, when I did that game. Yeah. Um... About a month, two months later, there was another multiplayer online worms thing that had a lot of, like, superficial similarities to Zwok, where you could tell that Zwok was their source material and not worms.
1: I don't... You know, for, I'd be OK for example. With that, I think.
0: No, I know, and it's funny, because it's like, well we just took like a lot of the ideas from worms anyway and worms took a lot of their ideas from like scorched earth and earlier games it's all fine it's fine Uh, and i guess the thing is it's just like it's a i don't know what words i can use to describe it it's like it's just a not very nice thing to do basically yeah to copy something so closely yeah right just because you can legally i mean even rather than just taking the ideas and putting a new spin on it's like oh i can't be bothered to think up a new spin so i'm just going (laughs) to do it exactly the way you did it
1: And, and when you Think about like Angry Birds. I mean, everyone knows that there were catapulty type games before, but that's fine, right? Because the reason Angry Birds is a success isn't really because it's a catapult game, is it? It's, no, it's because of the sound the design and the weird characters, and and it's just that weird combination of stuff. It's quite surreal, you know, uh, that that yeah. just capture people's imaginations.
0: Yeah. It's interesting because there are lots of clones of Angry Birds, yeah. like Angry Chickens and stuff like that. Yeah. and you know, so it didn't they try to and
1: copyright? the the prefix angry at one point
0: oh did they I think so. they probably did just, like uh, zinger tried to copyright vil
1: yeah <laughs> just like oh, come on really guys come on <laughs> idiots
0: <laughs> yeah it's like i'm going to take an existing idea that, w- that is in the public domain and then i'm going to try and trademark it
1: yeah and and don't you right. remember also in fact like it was a couple of years ago there was did you ever see Hand from Above by Chris O'Shea? Yes. Yeah, you know, so it's that thing on the BBC big screen project. Where you could There's a it, yeah, big yeah. screen in the air and you could see yourself walking along and this massive hand would come out and either tickle you or pull, lift you up and pull you away. Really clever computer vision stuff. And then someone did it on Times Square or a very, very similar thing. Uh, for mm. a brand, it was like an agency and there was like a model who was kind of doing the same stuff to the the picture of the people and... You know, there was a massive debate about all of that. And uh, and the actual, the art director that the agency got involved was incredibly rude and, oh, he was, and defensive he? and uh, aggressive. And it was like, really not doing yourself any favours, you know. And, and so that was another case where it was kind of a, a grey area right it's like wow. i mean
0: what's i mean that i mean legally it's not a grey area but mor- morally yeah. what they did was a really scumbag move yeah. because well they mm, i don't know though they, they asked chris if he was available to do it yeah he said no so they did it anyway
1: yeah
0: right i mean but you know i, I guess but he but chris doesn't own that idea that's the thing yeah. just because you have an idea doesn't mean you own it this is yeah. like this is for me this is fundamental to my philosophy yeah and if people can't get this society would grind to a halt if people could own ideas yeah Basically, we would have no art, no culture, anything. So, just because it's not anything, right? If you have freedom of speech, people are going to say things that you don't like. Yeah. And I think this is the same thing. It's like because our ideas are free. Yeah. Some people are going to do bad things with that.
1: Uh huh. Don't know. Okay.
0: But I mean, again, like what I don't understand is why no one will. Whenever people get called out for this stuff, they always get really defensive and go, "Oh, no, I didn't. I had the idea myself." Yeah. Very rarely does someone come out and go yeah i I thought you had a really good idea, so I copied it, yeah, like I don't have a problem with that,
1: but like don't like, you think which is
0: what I would do, and I'm like, I'm completely happy to copy stuff like it doesn't it doesn't bother me, and I'll say where it came from and why I think it was good. do you think that I've you know what idea.
1: what would be the ideal right is if us two like they made this game and they thought, well, you know what, we were inspired by by JS Joust let's like give them like five grand or something you know a nominal sort of token payment just to say you know what thanks a lot I really liked your work (laughs) you know but they can't do that because as soon as they do that it sort of makes it very clear that they were kind of inspired by it right it's almost admitting that they copied it you know so Um... that's kind of like a weird dichotomy it's like I like, for example, when I was doing a series of video training, there was some imagery that I wanted to use and it was Creative Commons images and their legal department were just like probably, you know, they were kind of uncomfortable with me using this Creative Commons content. Right. So instead I had to like, I had to just make my own or just change it so much that it wasn't recognizable anymore. And it was sort of like, well... To me, that kind of goes against the the spirit of what these kind people were doing with their Creative Commons (laughs) license, because it's like I wanted to use it and credit them. But the legal department was so worried about that, so uncomfortable with it and so unfamiliar with the licensing that I had to change it and not give them any credit. And I just felt really sad about that.
0: Yeah, you know, I agree.
1: I don't know. It would just be nice if there was a system for crediting people without any fear of... Yeah, it would be really great if there was a system where we could do that, crediting people without any fear of repercussions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I For me, none of these things are issues. I just think it comes from an older way of... Working. Okay. Don't know. For me, like if I copy something, I'll just say that I what I copied and fine. Yeah. And if I could afford to like give them some money, I might, but I probably can't. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It just for me copying is such a natural thing that like.
1: Well, you know, I copy stuff all the time. Like I've made everyone
0: does. What was the last thing you did? It's like asteroids, right? Yeah. And, and no, I've everyone... done
1: Lunar Lander. You know, I just.
0: Yeah. It's just like it's so natural to do. It's not. It's not a big thing. Yeah.
1: You know. So now I want to make a, a multiplayer version of Lunar Lander, but... I've got to. I'm just going to have to change everything red and call it Marslander. You know, yeah. It's just I mean, some of
0: these names are copyrighted. For example, Pong and Asteroids. You can't. You shouldn't actually. Yeah. Use those words.
1: But you know, I just sort <laughs> of think I'm just. It's a tribute, isn't it? It's like at this point, Asteroids is so in in the. It's so historical that I don't know. Maybe I'm taking money off them by. Doing but aren't
0: Atari Atari are basically like a kind of IP troll yeah, now, aren't they? Uh, yeah, totally. Like.
1: <laughs> they don't make anything anymore, surely. Just,
0: they, well, they just make, they make, like, Rich lawyers. rubbish <laughs> versions of their old licenses, oh, yeah. oh, my basically, my god! they? They
1: make some terrible versions, it's really tragic. Yeah, it's such a shame, like... You know, I almost want to give them my clones, just to say, <laughs> to <laughs> take it!
0: Oh, they take them. don't worry, they take them.
1: They won't take them, they just make they... their own crap versions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they've they've got like a little flash lunar lander which they put online somewhere on their site, and it's just right. terrible. Come on, guys!
0: Cool. So, should we sum up the news that's happened uh, in the last? I don't know of what's months? happened. Uh, Adobe Creative Cloud has been released. <laughs> that happened. Yeah. That's my thing where I say nice things about Adobe all year and then they release the pricing, for the international pricing, and I just have a huge go at them. I, I,
1: you know what, I, I kicked up a bit of a twit storm about the their monthly pricing between the UK yeah. and America. And then actually subsequently they released quite a nice looking site which explains the pricing better and presents all the non-taxed prices. And it's quite a bit oh, really? closer. yeah. Where is it? Um, I'll stick a link on there. I've forgotten. I met someone who said he'd worked on it, and I was like, oh, that's why it's really good, because he was really good. Ah, there it is. If you go to creative.adobe.com slash plans...
0: Uh, Okay, it's all in dollars.
1: Actually, you know what? Yeah, but you can change the the, um, currency. Actually, it is pretty much a straight conversion between dollars and pounds. I'm sure it wasn't this bad when I first saw it, but in US dollars, an annual contract... Is forty nine ninety nine dollars a month, and yeah. in British pounds sterling, it's forty six pounds eighty eight per month.
0: Right. So, so how is that fair?
1: It's not really very fair at all, is it? It's
0: not, is it? It's no, really it's bad. not fair.
1: Um, um, mean... But you know what? I am sort of secretly, <laughs> well, you know, when Creative Cloud was launched, I got the most retweets ever on one of my tweets about the international pricing, and so I'm sure that Adobe noticed my my consternation. I'm sure that it's made an impact on them. Oh they know, they just don't care. Well the only way they're going to care is if they stop selling stuff or because they get enough bad PR. So that's what I'm, I'm
0: hoping. Yeah but even if they had bad PR it wouldn't stop people buying it because well, really, you PR probably is all... need
1: Photoshop. Yeah probably.
0: At the end of the day it's like most people need Photoshop there's not really an alternative product so they've got a kind of.
1: But I do feel like the more bad PR that they get the more likely people are to jump ship if something even half good turns up <laughs>
0: mm, mm, it's pretty entrenched and the more you use it of course the more dependent you become on it the more entrenched the more likely you are
1: yeah anyway someone so- came up with an
0: interesting argument that they thought that the economy for creative sweet users was worse in america yeah so they like I kind of needed it
1: i don't think so <laughs> It seems unlikely, the world's second largest economy. Uh, Well, you know, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, the other really annoying (laughs) thing about buying software from the web for adobe is when you do uh-huh. it in uk pounds it actually goes through ireland right. so you've got So they
0: don't even pay uk tax they,
1: well they don't pay any tax no so um but also you have to pay like more vat i think it's twenty two and a half percent as opposed to 20 right. uh, and apparently you can claim that back if you're a uk business but it's quite complicated to do that so it's like oh it's really so annoying that, that yeah but then i suppose amazon are the same right did you see that um there was a sign on somebody's bookstore right. that said, you know, Amazon made X billion pounds in the UK and didn't pay a single penny of tax to the UK government. Yeah, this is why true. you should come it's- to my bookshop. <laughs> Which is like yeah, it's quite a good argument. Yeah.
0: Um Yeah, I mean, it's crazy the Amazon thing. But I mean again, that's not Amazon's fault. Amazon obviously run in the interests of the shareholders or whatever. Surely so they're going to do know. whatever's cheapest, aren't they? It's the it's the fault of the law for we don't have a law that protects us from doing that from this happening. Yeah.
1: I guess like, I guess it is a problem but
0: and I think that I think that actually they're looking into the legality of it, and it might need a law change. Yeah. Because if it's going to become really common for businesses to base themselves in Luxembourg or wherever to so pay less tax, but all their all of their kind of operations are actually done in the UK, that might have to be illegal. Uh, ultimately. I
1: hope so. I mean, I guess though the problem is is that you know for Ireland it's beneficial to them to have Adobe and I think Microsoft and I think one or two other large ones as well it's beneficial to have them in Ireland so they're going to continue offering the, them the tax breaks to do so you know so mm. that's that's the trouble but I sort of think if you're a business I mean it's different as soon as you get shareholders then it's all about the numbers right but yeah absolutely. if I wanted to make a business I wouldn't want to you know I'd want to I'd have a sense of social responsibility it's like
0: yeah but then the thing is that's why when you go public the shareholders vote you off the board yeah and put on someone who's more interested in profits it's just
1: yeah it's pretty broken isn't it anyway let's change let's change the subject cause i'm depressed um <laughs> yes. what what else has depressing. happened i know that uh tim frost said that we should talk about another death of flash what was the new death of flash can't remember okay <laughs> All
0: right. I don't remember. Did we talk about There's, can't there's
1: one every month, isn't there? Pretty much. There is. Okay, well, that's not talk Um about I yet.
0: had something I wanted to talk about, which was Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. Because we've never talked about it. I just think it's quite interesting. Okay. I backed a couple of projects. Oh, yeah. I backed this project called Spriter, which is basically like uh, it's for making 2D sprite animations. Yeah. And it's like it's a bit like. Flash-ish, but you only only for just animating characters. Like it can't do all the things that Flash can do. Yeah. So it's just like rather than having it's this idea that I use like in my games where rather than having sprite sheets, you like make the characters out of like individual little bones. Yeah. And you kind of puppet them around. You animate it by moving parts sure. around basically, and you can swap them to get different angles and stuff. So someone's like did a Kickstarter about this to kind of make their own bit of software that so you don't need to rely on Flash to do this. And it looks really like, good. Yeah, it, and it does look really good. And their video is really good and it explains why this is such a great kind of technique and all the advantages of it and stuff. You know, I'm so back to it. I'm just it and looking
1: stuff. now and it's like it's it's got this big list of implementations that it supports, including obviously um, AS three but also X N A and Flixel and uh, yeah, it Copos two D game maker, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. exactly what Flash should have been doing. Yeah. All of this but time. now
0: right, so it's a great idea yeah. and like I have faith that they'll get there and stuff, but the version that they've got now is like it's not very good, no. and it just goes to show, like, okay, it's not that easy. Like, I was no. really convinced by their video, and I like backed in stuff, and I was like, okay, not watch the video, uh yeah, from their video, which is really convincing. And then, yeah, I actually used their software, and I'm like, yeah, it's not that easy, is it? Yeah, that-
1: it is. It's very hard to make usable software, and the people that get it right make it look very easy.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think that's it. So, but I'm, I hope they'll get there because, like, yeah, it's a really good idea, and it should. It's not even, you know, it shouldn't be that complex, really. But it's just getting it right, I guess.
1: Did you see the new conference that's been launched on Kickstarter? Uh, No. It's called, I don't know how you say it, but it's XOXO. Right. um, And it's a new tech conference in Portland. Um, It's put on Kickstarter by Andy Bio, who I think is, oh no, it's waxy.org. And Andy McMillan, who does the Build Conference. And they're making a new type of conference, and... They're basically getting it funded on Kickstarter, um, and it's already got its goal. You know, its its goal was one hundred and twenty-five thousand right. dollars, and it's gone over that now. But basically, how you buy a ticket is by pledging money on Kickstarter. Right. So, in fact, like one of if you pledge 400 dollars, then you get a ticket, and that's and that pledge ha- had four hundred spaces, and that's all gone now. You know, <laughs> so they're putting on a right. conference through Kickstarter, and it's in Portland, so it's going to be super like. Webby, And, you know, I saw someone tweet that South by Southwest's, you know, cool factor was over because they've got this new thing now which <laughs> <laughs> in Portland. So that was quite sure. interesting too. So worth checking that out, I think.
0: Yeah, that's cool. They've got the founders and CEOs of Etsy, Kickstarter, Metafilter, 4chan, yeah. Canvas, Simple, VHX.
1: Yeah, it's good. But you can't go anymore. But It's a world still... of goo,
0: make-a-bot, indie game, the movie, Star Wars, Uncut, Diesel. That's cool. Yeah, they've got loads of stuff.
1: Yeah, but you can get like a $100. DIY kits which I think gets you access to the videos early and stuff like that that's cool
0: I think sometimes Kickstarter is a bit of an easier way of doing things Yeah. like it seems to actually be easier to sell nothing than to actually sell your finished product
1: yeah well you don't have to make it
0: Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some people, like, complaining on, like, certain gaming blogs, like Rock, Rock Paper, Shotgun, that they're covering too many Kickstarter games that actually don't exist. Mm. They're just ideas for games rather than... Right? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it's like... It's easy. It's, it's very easy to have an idea for a game. And with some nice concept art and, like, a cool video, you can even convince people that you'll be able to make it. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean you will.
1: <laughs>
0: so... But I think for, like for future games like because I want to really stop doing flash games at some point yeah. because uh, I'm getting very frustrated with flash really um, yeah the limit the limitations of it oh. are very apparent to me right. at the moment
1: there's limitations in any technology
0: yeah but the limitations in flash are quite large <laughs> Um, it's mostly to do with the fact that you, the software renderer obviously is a software renderer, so it's going to be slow. Yeah. Because all software renderers are slow, and it's pretty fast for a software renderer, but it still is slow. Yeah. And then the hardware renderer doesn't, most people can't, still, still can't see the GPU accelerated stuff. Sure. Because of things. There's various things like the way you have to embed it and stuff, but they're ch- like that's, that's an interesting thing that they're actually changing, which is that um, at the moment you have to embed it with W mode direct if you want GPU. if you
1: want flash player 11 to have gpu acceleration you have to Yeah exactly
0: it. if you want to use stage 3D yeah, yeah. so they're changing that requirement basically because it just wasn't working <laughs> I think. So, yeah, so they're changing that requirement because I think they've realised it's just too restrictive sure. and they've worked out a way of doing it. So that's interesting, but that's not going to kick in for a while. And yeah. So, you know, I think Stage 3D is still out for another year, really. Yeah. Once you've played with some hardware accelerated stuff like Hacks Enemy or Stage 3D and then you try and do something with plain old Flash, just like, oh, okay, actually, that's really slow.
1: But then I think WebGL isn't really going to be ready for a while either, right? It's not certainly not, no.
0: Well, I mean, it I is mean, ready
1: in the... Browsers that support it is really solid. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, sure, but I mean the the support isn't really that. But Safari
1: still haven't switched it on by default, which is interesting. Sure, um, but neither and neither have IE. IE just aren't well, still have no public plans to do it. I think if they switch, it's it's just quite exciting because. Right now, it's not necessarily viable. I mean, there are certain cases where it would be right. You know, like the Ellie yeah. Goulding video did really, really well just because everyone was yeah. excited about it and it got a lot of publicity. Yeah. For being but I WebGL. mean, like
0: in terms of the real world or outside of Google-funded yeah. things, it's like, what's the return of investment going to be on like spending like hundreds of thousands of dollars on
1: a? Yeah, well, right? I think right on a, right now, it's it's possible. You know, that you could get a lot of interest just because it's WebGL, but still you know for actual I
0: mean that's going to wear off though because that's a novelty thing right and that's only going to last so long
1: yeah Um,
0: Yeah. but all it would take is
1: for like um, iOS mobile Safari to switch it on Mm. and everything will change right so that's why it's kind of exciting, and it's sort of like, oh my god, what are they going to do? Or for IE to announce yeah. that they're going to support it? Do you it. think they're worried about the app store? Well, I don't or think not. so. I mean, that's the argument that's been put forward so many times, and I just don't buy it, really.
0: But why? But it. But. WebGL does work in Mobile Safari because you can. It works on iAds, right? Yeah,
1: I mean they've implemented it, but they haven't switched it on in their so browser. So why have
0: they not switched it on? You see, well, I don't know. I,
1: you know, well, why haven't they switched it on in Safari on the desktop? Mm. I, yeah, why? I don't they? know. Um, maybe they're still just. Maybe it's still in testing, maybe it's still in development, maybe it's a bit buggy, I, I don't know.
0: Sure. Um, i tell you what's coming on really well, actually, is hardware canvas. Yeah, that's... Hardware canvas is like... It's got a lot better, hasn't it, recently. It's gone from non-existent to, like, works really fast in, like, all the latest browsers, so... Yeah. And, yeah, so that's a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah, canvas has improved really incredibly. Like, do you remember the, the bunny benchmark that we did? Where sure. we snapped to pixels and it suddenly got loads yeah. faster, like in the yeah. latest Chrome, that That's doesn't all out. that doesn't do anything anymore. No, it's t- because it's because it uses GPU, yeah. GPU uh, for, GP for drawing bitmaps. It does, yeah. Yeah, I'm not it sure does. if it does for like rendering vectors, but there does seem to be a bit of an improvement in that as well. But yeah, sure.
0: But you never you don't really need to render vectors really very often.
1: <clears throat> no, I guess not. I like doing it, but I think I'm alone. <laughs>
0: It's been useful. I mean, Super Gun Kids, all the sprites are vectors. Yeah. And that's been really useful because I, like, I changed the scale of the game at kind of the last minute. Yeah. I realised, like, you can't see enough of the world, and I needed yeah. to, like, zoom the camera out a bit. Brilliant. And so I was just able to do it in one line of code. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, zoom my camera out, and so everything's now, like, 80% of the size it was. But, yeah. like, I didn't have to change any sprites or anything, and it all just worked, so...
1: Well, you know, that's... That's so obvious to people that have worked in f- with Flash as before, isn't it? But then, really, but, the yeah, benefits but then if are just you, there. Mm, so, but then obvious. if you
0: work like with big sprites, you can do the same thing. Yeah. Like if you're like, have you seen? I don't know if you've seen my pirate mark thing, which is like yeah. just big, huge sprites. It's like if you work with big, huge sprites, you can check. You can get zoom in or out like ten or twenty percent, and sure. no one will notice the difference because it's all smoothed on the GPU and stuff anyway. And yeah, you have already kind of got more pixels than you need. Because you might be showing something at
1: fifty percent of the size normally, anyway. Sure. So um, I suppose we should think about wrapping it up, right?
0: Yeah. So that was yeah, that was all I wanted to say about Kickstarter. Really. Okay. Other than indie game, the movie is finally like released, launched. There, they finally announced the release date of when you can actually download it. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. Cool.
0: Which is in June. So that's cool. But
1: yeah. <clears throat> I've got loads. I've got. I've just been. You know, since we did the podcast, I've been everywhere. Yeah. Last <laughs> time, you know, I've just been to Germany, Amsterdam, and. I've must have done like seven or eight conferences. So and I haven't even talked about <laughs> them at all, really. Um, yeah. next, this week, what, what kind of what what are your current talks? Um, I've got just I've got the one about. Oh, I did the opening keynote at Dibby, which was really cool. Which, What's Dibby? Dibby Design It Build It, quite a cool conference right. in Newcastle, and that was about you know, encouraging uh, the sort of cross-pollination between design and development. It was a web conference primarily, but it had two tracks, one for design and one for development. And so I got everyone together in the first session and just talked about why. Why coders should learn to do graphics, graphical stuff, and why designers yeah. should learn to code. Or not, you know, if you're going to get all stressed about it, then don't. But that's that was my message. It was like, yeah, you should really know about technology if you're in web design. So that's quite cool. I've also got, you know, the the usual JavaScript stuff, which is essentially a mixture of, like, live coding and other things. I also did Battle of the Browsers at State of the Browser at London Web Standards. That was fun. Right. Where I live coded like a pixel, 3D pixel renderer and tested which browser could do the most. That was kind of insane because most browsers could do like two or three million. And the winner was actually Firefox with about four million, I think. Just to think that browsers can render millions of single pixel particles in JavaScript in like, you know, a, a reasonable frame rate is kind of astonishing to me. Mm. And then also I've just been running the pixel Pixel phones presentation. I've done a, you know, a couple of presentations about how all that works. I'm doing that tomorrow at Reasons to be Happy. Is Reasons to be Happy tomorrow? Is it? Yeah, okay. it is. I'm. Just, yeah, <laughs> I'm still cool. waiting to hear back from John as to whether the venue has Wi-Fi. <laughs> Like, right <laughs> okay it's fine whatever and then i'm going to america for io festival and reasons to be creative in new york and then i'm just going to spend the rest of june in new york got some workshops out there my latest workshops i sold all the early bird tickets in three minutes last time that's insane and i sold all the rest of the tickets in a few hours so. you
0: seem to have really like struck a kind of nerve with what you're doing at the moment with like
1: creative javascript stuff right the workshops are just yeah yeah it's really it's really nice to have a product that sells <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've never sure. really had that before <laughs> and, no um so it's it's really good it, it, you know i mean it's still quite a lot of work in just sort of administering it and administrating it even <laughs> administering it it's hard work to administer it as well um (laughs) but no it's it's good it's um it's a good business which is nice yeah and people seem to like it yeah that's cool yeah it's a really nice thing to share the sort of work that we've been doing in flash all this time if you haven't done that before that's really exciting to discover it so for me to to share that is really cool yeah definitely yeah so let's not leave it a month next time (laughs) no although i will be you know we'll have to do it from America should I talk to some people at IO any requests absolutely have a look on the on the speaker list see if there's and any anyone in particular or know. perhaps our listeners could
0: yeah and if, if the listeners have got any questions they want to ask us or any talk, things that they want us to talk about get our views on mm. it's always good to hear yeah right leave a comment and we'll talk about it next episode mm-hmm.
1: and we also need to talk about Code Club as well right yeah. and the whole learn to code um, thing I'm not really didn't we talk about that really uh, maybe I don't know. It's a blur. <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, All right. everyone. See you, next See time. you Bye. Bye.